0: Hi people, it's Sony here.
1: Hey, hey,
2: this is Zila. And this is Kev.
0: And you are listening to Doing Life Together with Sony, Zila and Kev. Karibuni sana and God bless you.
2: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of DLT with Sony Zila and Kev. Glad to have you here, very glad to have you here. Welcome to another new week. Glad the Lord has taken us this far. Uh, Before we go any further, guys, Salimi Watu.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Hi, people.
2: Yeah, so uh, let's start off with a prayer, and then someone can tell us what today's episode is about. Let's pray. (laughs) (laughs)
0: let's pray Uh, Lord thank you for this session thank you for the time we're about to have discussing um, today's episode thank you for your faithfulness so far and we hope that even as we share our thoughts our opinions and your word that everyone will be able to relate and everyone is going to live with something new that they have learned. Uh, may you give us eloquence and clarity of thought and may you enable us to have fun as well in Jesus name we
1: pray
2: Amen. Amen All right, Flo. What are we talking about today?
1: Wow. So, yeah. Today we're talking about today. Today we're talking about we're talking about the relationship. (laughs) So So what are we? Hey, that uh-uh. <laughs> guy, well, okay, guys, right. that was a joke. I just wanted to make you laugh. Um, today we're talking about we're looking at uh, we have just wrapped up on the Ten Commandments. <laughs> And I'm so excited. That's why I, I lost words to say how much I'm looking forward uh, to this new episode. Uh, and, you know, you know, you guys, have you ever been excited about the word of God? That's what happened. It was overwhelming. And um, I, I meant to say we are talking about how, you know, like what, what did, uh, what, like we're just trying to connect what we have been learning uh, about the Old Commandments and what Jesus said and basically a, a summary if I'm not wrong, of, of how it was uh, kind of brought together in the New Testament by Jesus or through conversations Jesus had on the matter.
2: Through all those many words. Yeah. So, I, I, If we can give a summary now, we're just breaking yeah. down. We're just speaking about how Jesus summarized the law.
1: Ah Yeah, Kev, so you know how it is in the exam when you don't know what you're doing, so now you just write stuff, no, here, hoping I, I, the teacher what, what will you... get the point
2: <laughs> <laughs> in
1: between those many words.
2: <laughs> exactly. You have so much content that you just write everything, so now the, the teacher will pick the answer. The look for the right, answer. That
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what has happened to me right now.
2: Exactly. Listen, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're discussing how jesus summarized the law and we're going to read the verses where that we're supposed to talk talk about so should i start with my version and then you guys can say yours
1: oh this day sony has a version imagine episode yeah. one she didn't did you even know uh, different versions no. <laughs>
0: What's my? Version? I don't What's know. I've just
1: remembered, like uh, when we were starting out, there was a struggle between you and Bible verses, and this day's reaction ah. telling you to to read the verses. Like I've seen growth within this podcast. Wow, Amen. I'm so
2: happy for you. Amen. no, we are so happy for her.
1: Yeah, we are. So <laughs> how she jumped for it? Yeah, yep. I can. Wow, yep. I'm like wow. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's definite improvement. Okay, so. Uh, we're reading from Luke t- chapter 10, verse 25 to 29. Actually, to, to, uh, j- for this episode, it's just until 28. And it says, Then an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. He said, Teacher, what must I do to get eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? What do you understand from it? The man answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. Also, love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. Jesus said, your answer is right. Do this and you will have eternal life. All right. So this is the summary of the law. What do you guys understand from this? And especially this first part. There it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind.
0: Uh, I don't know. this this uh, This verse or this commandment, or rather the first part of the verse where we told you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and that being the gateway to eternal life, I think it's, it's a really, really packed statement, but for me, um, I'm keen to understand what exactly does Jesus, uh, sorry, or, you know, when the man said you must have the Lord and Jesus like affirmed that statement, mm-hmm. what exactly do we mean by loving the Lord as in, whether you love him with half your heart, half your soul, half your strength and a quarter of your mind, what does loving the Lord mean? And I think that 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 for me is when when we finally like get to understand what that means is when we can truly understand what it means to access eternal life. But I find it interesting because I think it's in loving God with all our hearts, souls, strength, and mind that we are able to get to a place where we not only understand his heart but it also builds a relation, and we can reciprocate that which we get from our relationship with God with the people around us and when we do that, we are essentially upholding the Ten
1: commandments uh-huh yeah yeah Flo? and I think yeah as in, yeah you know Soy has uh, brought up a very interesting thing about like understanding what love is because uh, we can tend to understand love from different perspectives like and love can be understood from a subjective point of view which can lead to many problems because if everyone comes with their own standards that means we are looking at the whole thing from different perspectives and then so there's not really like it looks like it's more about bringing confusion. So for me when Sony's talking about as in understanding what the love of God is personally I, if if I were to put it in my own words, loving God, if I, not means, but loving God, quote unquote means accepting the love of God first. Because I think loving God has would have to come from you understanding that He loves you first, and you actually receiving His love first. Then out of that abundance, as in, it's like a feeding process. You get like as in, it's it can't go, uh, it can't go without the other. And it always reminds me that verse of, like, God chooses us first. And so, like, when it comes to loving God, it's basically accepting his love and allowing it to grow in you and moving forward and forward and forward. And then there's something that I said about uh, it being subjective in the sense that we live in a society where we might define love from different points of view. And this just calls us to differentiate, like, love in this case love is not a feeling you don't wake up and say Mm. today i'm feeling like you know like that's not the the kind of love about in this case it's more about of a commitment that we have with our creator something that is grown and can withstand like different scenarios in life so i think that's what loving god i would talk about in, in my understanding in that sense which allows us to therefore follow the commandments
2: okay so let, let me just even bring us a little bit back mm-hmm. and I think that let's look, let's look at this statement in the context of the commandments, right yeah because the man came and asked, what must I do to gain eternal life and um it's he didn't come and ask, what must I do to like what must I do to show that I'm a good person mm-hmm. so, and jesus told him to refer to the commandments for eternal life right
1: Hmm.
2: what so that's the purpose of the commandments the purpose of the commandments was um to grant us eternal life right
1: yeah Um, okay like the end goal (laughs) yeah
2: yes that's the end goal right Yeah. yeah and in, in order for us to achieve the end goal, we had to do this and we had to do that and we had to not do this and we had to not do that. But then now you've 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 um, spoken about an interesting dynamic, which is like God loved us first. And listening to how this um, the commandments were summarized, which are love your love, the Lord your God. So how does it trans? How how does it happen so that, like God loved us first, and then now we love Him. Like how how does that dynamic happen? Mm. Like what what makes like when we are born, God loved us, yeah. and then now we reach a point now where when we are supposed to love God back by following these commandments. How what is the process? Is there a process? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: like the first love, like you see when a mom, a mother, yeah, mom, oh, <laughs> a mother gives mm-hmm. birth to a child, that first love, we've already seen them, like as in mm-hmm. you know, that first love. I think like that's what happened, like, because we are, we are God's creation. By the mere fact that we are his creation, he loved us because we are out of him yet. But mm-hmm. you can see from the beginning that somewhere along the line, we decided to rebel from Adam and Eve. So I think the commandments, and you see God is an eternal God, one of the, and us, we have like limited lifespans, right? So like from mm-hmm. a basic point of view, if I was just to think about it right now, like those commandments are to help us restore the relationship with God He that we had broken, right? And it is out of his his love that he brought them out so that even past this limited human life we can still be with him eternally like this is not the end of us you know if actually there was no love in your choir just die and die like as in there's no like going Mm -hmm. beyond you know so i believe like All of it is, the law relates to the, from my perspective, relates to love in that way, in the sense that there's restoration going on of the heart and God is working in our hearts with the love, out of love and out of that that initial plan for us to be with him eternally, which now precedes how long we're going to be here on this earth, for example.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm trying to relate like this question that I'm asking to what um Sony was asking. Like, can we can we love God with like half our hearts? Can we love God with like quarter of our minds? Like what happens, what makes us love God fully? Sony? Um I think
0: it's it's a process. Um I am pretty sure we, or rather, let me speak for myself. Mm-hmm. It's not every day that I love God with, with all my heart yeah. or all my soul or, you know, all my mind. But I think I look at, so the Bible says that if you if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Mm-hmm. That's how I think about loving God. It's not about waking up and feeling like, yay, I have this warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart. Let me not steal my siblings' food today. It's not that. It's not that. I think for me, it's that commitment for, you know, understanding first of all that, you know, Jesus died for me. And that was, you know, that was an ultimate, you know, um, evidence of God loving me and me receiving that sacrifice on the cross and that exchange and the new life that he's given me. And so my, in return, the only thing I can give um, is obeying him. There's nothing, there's no amount of sacrifice you can give. There's no amount of sadaka mungu. There's no there's no amount of perfection. It's just like you know, doing your best to obey. So for me, that's how I look at it. That commitment to continually invest in my relationship with God. And sometimes I'm all I'm in all a hundred. Sometimes I do it shingle pande. Mm. So I I think I don't think there's anyone who at you know the entire life. Fully, fully loves God with all their hearts, all their souls, all. Because I think, you know, the Holy Spirit is always revealing areas of our lives that we've not yet surrendered to God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Areas of our heart, you know, are not are not are not. I don't say good, but are not godly. And mm-hmm. we have decided, you know, God, I'm not going to let you into my career life. I'm gonna keep that to myself. You're not loving God with all your, with all your, with all your life when you choose to hide parts of you from, of, from him. Mm. So I think it's a continuous process and the Holy Spirit is always revealing to us how better to commit to this relationship we have with God.
2: And I, I think you've just said it. You've just said the process, oh, well, like how it happens, how we get from God loving us to, have, to us loving God. And you've said we have to understand that God first loves us. And how do we understand that God first loved us? It is through, well, now it, today it, it's through grace, right? It's through um, uh, being accepting God as your Lord and savior.
1: And maybe uh-huh. Jeff, uh, there's something I read, which has just actually popped up right now. Someone was saying, I read a quote somewhere, we love, uh, we like because, and then we love despite. And I, I think mm-hmm. in that sense, it just even reminds me, like as in, I don't know if, okay, I understand where Sony, that what Sony is saying, as in how you can like not fully committedly like give all areas of your life to God. And the other thing, like I remember I was taught one time in Sunday school to understand how uh, loving God relates to obeying the commandments is, for example, if I love sony and i know sony doesn't like this and this out of love out of the reference of the, to that love i
2: mm-hmm. will not
1: do this and this and this so that's one way i've always understood like also that relationship and that thing then it's also just to add on what sony has said we have someone like david in the in the bible who had a heart after you know God's own. That's how he was defined. And he truly loved God. And I think even when he was committing uh, the sins he committed, I do not think he loved God less at those moments. It was just like that human nature, that human shortfall that w- were to happen. So I feel like the love of maybe God's love for us cannot shawl, eh? <laughs> cannot show <laughs> What? But cannot fall. <laughs> what are you saying?
0: <laughs> are you speaking in tongues, Ninini?
1: I'm starting praying for you, man. Cannot, cannot. God's love cannot fall short when it comes for to us receiving. ours and I think that's what covers our love for Him, because we love out of we we can only love God because of His love. And we can only love out of the abundance of the love of God in our lives. So maybe in defining like as in, uh, can you love fully 50? It's us who, like it's more of, and I like the example Sonia has given cause it ties to us understanding that all areas of our life require the love of God so that we might continue keeping, like and ensuring that holy life and ensuring that kind of rapport we have with him. but. Just because uh, we made fall short sometimes doesn't make us l- fall uh, love God any less at that moment. That's that's what I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, let's let, let's put this into first first things first. Yeah. We yeah. we only love God because we understand His love for us. Yes. If we don't understand His love for us, we can't love Him fully. Yes. The way this verse is saying. All right. So now. We first understand that God loves us and loves us fully, and that in these days that He gave us um, His Son who died for us, and then all all that good stuff, right? Yeah. And I kind of agree with Sony. I mean, if we if we really loved God, and loved Him every single moment, and mm-hmm. committed ourselves fully every single moment, we wouldn't do anything bad. We wouldn't do anything that's not godly. Right, mm. yeah, so but th- there, are some, there are some areas that grace covers us because he knows that it's a work in progress, like yeah. both of you are saying. And I'd like to read this verse in Matthew that I saw, I think it was today or yesterday. Um, it is, it's not like it's not the first time that I've seen it, but it, it relates to this topic. Then Jesus said to his followers. If any of you want to be my follower, you must stop thinking about yourself and what you want. You must be willing to carry the cross that is given to you for following me. If any of you who try to save the life you have Mm. will lose it. Any of you who try to save the life you have will lose it. But you who give up your life for me will find true life. It is worth noting, it is worth nothing, sorry, for you to have the whole world if you yourself are lost. You could never pay enough to buy back your life. So that's what, like, this verse says. And this verse just says, like, love the Lord fully and be prepared to carry that cross for following God because then and only then will you save your life, right? Right? Yeah. and I think that's what it means to love the Lord with all with everything to forsake yourself is to love God or to love God is to forsake yourself yeah. that's what I think yeah what do you, what do you guys think like what what does it mean what does it really mean to you personally
0: I think for me this 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 verse this goes to show to show us that my relationship with God is just not a spiritual mm-hmm. thing. You know, it says, "Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind." Yeah. Strength strength refers to the flesh, my body, yeah, and mind soul they all they're all interconnected so for me when i look at this verse what it means is that god wants me to show up in my entire Mm -hmm. self not just the spiritual part of me that connects to god has my spiritual Mm -hmm. being but also my mind my emotions my thoughts Mm -hmm. my body so god wants me to show up and i'll keep saying to show up in my relationship with him Mm -hmm. In my entire as 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 my entire self, not just parts of yeah, life. and that is the only way I'm going to to get access. That's the only way I'm going to receive eternal mm-hmm. life. It's just not spirit being. It's everything about me: my mind, my thoughts, my body, my emotions, every single part of my life. And I like this because it's it's it goes to tell me that maybe this thing is practical yeah. and I can live a Christian life fully because if God expects me to show up fully, that means that he can show up and manifest in my life in every single dimension. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it means for oh, me.
1: Yeah. And yeah, just I think even that's just a good summary in the sense that like... I feel like this is sometimes where most of us have or personally have found ourselves just to find ourselves for not doing some things or for not keeping the law, like with that quote unquote excuse. And I think it's, it can apply in the sense that you feel like yeah, it's just about me and God, and you know, like me in the spirit. But I like what Sonia said. Like this commandment, like covers every aspect of our life, and it it means that, like as Sonia said, we can we can we can do it. And this commandment also, like, like not this commandment. Look, I'm even calling it a part of scripture, allows us to be to fully when you under when we understand it we can fully like surrender ourselves in that aspect The paul says as living sacrifices because we understand every part of our of our, us as a human being matters to god and thus if it matters and all of them are like equally important in our pursuit of eternal life therefore we should pursue to do so in everything we do and yeah and also i've just remembered like a, in the same way, as I was saying, sometimes it's an excuse to kind of neglect the commandments or to say, oh, I'm just human, I can't do th- these things. As Sonia said, now we are we are we have that reassurance that we can actually do these things. There's a verse uh, in Matthew where it was about, actually Jesus was talking about loving for your enemies and he concluded by saying, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. In that context, he was talking about like cousin like I, I, how love can overcome like that, like some 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 areas in life, which I think also applies in this case of Ten Commandments. Like if Jesus could say such a statement, it means we can overcome some of these things which may make it hard not to carry out the commandments which we have been told to do so by God.
2: Yeah. Also another verse that just speaks on that is Jude 124 that says, to him who is able to keep you from falling and bring you faultless and joy before his glorious presence. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs>
2: Does anyone want
1: to- Wait, wait,
0: wait, I have one more yep. thing. I think this this uh this scripture is also really, it's really broad. You know, when we look at the 10 commandments, in and of themselves, you're like, they're just ten, and you know, you can predict a scope. But with this, with this commandment, or rather, this this verse, loving the Lord God with all your heart, souls, it's so broad, it's so wide, it goes over and above the Ten Commandments, it goes over, you know, beyond the Mosaic law, all those hundreds and all that there that were there. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that um we are not we are not bound we we are not bound our our conduct as human beings and Christians is not limited to just those 10 commandments our obedience is not just tied to the most, to those mosaic laws and the, like it's more than that it's more than we can even imagine and i think it it creates a a wide room for us to explore um what it really means to to have a relationship with god and to walk in obedience so I just wanted to say the scope is is much wider, and there is there are no there's no room for loopholes and gaps. Yeah, exactly.
2: That, that's exactly what I wanted to to ask or to just comment about. So you're saying that because this is really so wide, then those people who say that hey, the Bible doesn't say anywhere that you can't smoke weed or oh, marijuana is a plant and God made mm. all plants. I mean, so what you're saying is that this commandment tells us to build our relationship with god such that we get our instruction from him
0: yeah exactly you see even fornication we were not able to cover fornication in the ten Uh commandments and we're like "Eh, eh, eh." do we talk about it or not but this this verse covers that Mm -hmm. because it it gives us it gives us the 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 door to to commune with god to the point where we are receiving instructions from him and we don't need to have a tablet written down do not fornicate or do not do what like by the virtue of having a relationship with god we will already know what pleases him and what does not please yeah. him
2: yeah. yeah. all right you heard it here first folks
0: kevin should suit other we'll cover the we'll cover the next <laughs> the next <laughs> limb of, the, of this first next week
2: <laughs> we'll cover the second part of this hey. passage next week oh. um we as you can see we've 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 talked about this a lot so come again next week and we'll have even more to share with you all right
0: so, so. bye then. bye guys <laughs>